Welcome back to the Forge of Disciples podcast. This is Chris Meyer. And today we're going to be talking about a supposed letter written from Marcus Aurelius to the people of Rome and specifically to the Senate. A couple quick notes on who Marcus Aurelius was. I don't know if there's any Gladiator fans out there. That is the movie Gladiator. However, uh, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to kind of just give you a brief synopsis on who Marcus Aurelius was. So, Marcus Aurelius came from a wealthy Roman family, and he soon became ruler of Rome, emperor of Rome from the year 161 to 180 AD. Marcus was known for expanding the Roman Empire uh, north into the German territory and south into the Egypt territory. He also wrote one of the most popular books of all time called The Meditations. The Meditations is actually his journal and it was never really meant for publication. And it consists basically of Marcus Aurelius' thoughts and philosophical viewpoints. So, without further ado, I'm going to read to you the letter written from, supposedly from Marcus Aurelius, to uh, the Roman Senate. Uh, amidst the battle against the German barbarians, as they were called. The Empire Caesar, the Emperor Caesar Marcus Aurelius Antonius, to the people of Rome, and to the Sacred Senate greeting, I explained to you my grand design, and what advantages I gained on the confines of Germany, with much labor and suffering, in consequence of the circumstance that I was surrounded by the enemy, I myself being shut up in Carnuntum by 74 cohorts nine miles off, and the enemy being held at hand, the scouts pointed out to us, and our general Pompeianus showed us that there was close, that there was close on us a mass of a mixed multitude of 977,000 men, which indeed we saw. And I was shut up by this vast host, having with me only a battalion composed of the 1st, 10th, double, and marine legions. Having then examined my own position and my host with respect to the vast mass of barbarians and of the enemy, I quickly betook myself to prayer to the gods of my country, but being disregarded by them, I summoned those who among us go by the name of Christians, and having made inquiry, I discovered a great number and vast host of them, and raged against them, which was by no means becoming, for afterwards I learned of their power. Wherefore they began the battle, not by preparing weapons, nor arms, nor bugles, for such preparation is hateful to them, 
on account of the God they bear about in their conscience. Therefore, it is probable that those whom we supposed therefore it is probable that those who we suppose to be atheists have God as their ruling power entrenched in their conscience. For having cast themselves on the ground, they prayed not only to me, but also for the whole army as it stood, that they might be delivered from the present thirst and famine. For during five days we had got no water, because there was none. For we were in the heart of Germany, and in the, and in the enemy's territory. And simultaneously, with their casting themselves on the ground and praying to God, a God of whom I am ignorant, water poured from heaven, upon us most refreshingly cool, but upon the enemies of Rome, a withering hail. And immediately we recognize the presence of God following on the prayer, a God unconquerable and indestructible. Founding upon this, then, let us pardon such as are Christians, lest they pray for and obtain such a weapon against us. And I counsel that no such person be accused on the ground that he is a Christian. I desire that it be made manifest that he who is accused as a Christian and acknowledges that he is one is accused of nothing else than only this, that he is Christian, but that he who arraigns him be burned alive. And I further desire that he who is entrusted with the government of the province shall not compel the Christian who confesses and certifies such a matter to retract, neither shall he commit him. And I desire that these things shall be confirmed by a decree of the Senate. And I command this, my edict, to be published in the form of Trajan, in order that it may be read. So, that is a letter from the Emperor of Rome following a supposed miracle on the battleground against the barbarians in Germany. I have a few takeaways from this letter. Uh, just some things that I found interesting. The first was that after failing to receive what he wished for from his own gods, he called on the Christians in his, in his army. I guess I find that fascinating because apparently Marcus Aurelius had known the Christians in his army to possess a very devout faith and belief in their God. The soldiers apparently lived a life that showed their faith, that exhibited their faith to those around them and their belief that it was truth. And for them to do that and give that example to the emperor of Rome is pretty mind-blowing to me. The second takeaway was that 
the Christians prayed for the whole army, even those who disliked them in their army. During the time following Jesus Christ's death, there was extreme persecution by the Romans towards the Christians. They did not like Christians, to put it mildly. Many Christians were tortured for their faith, held as, uh, held up as those to blame for any inconveniences, any wrongdoings, any unfortunate incidences. Christians were pointed at and accused for anything that could be could be viewed as negative really they were they were the scapegoat and so this also goes to show you the forgiveness of those early christians as they they had their choice to pray to god to save themselves and only themselves, or to pray for the whole army. And they chose to pray for the whole army, even though they were they were hated by many in their own army. The third takeaway is that the, pra- the power of prayer is incredibly powerful, especially in the collective. The... The group of Roman soldiers who were Christians were said to have prayed for rain as they were being sieged on by these barbarians. The barbarians had the had the Roman forces surrounded. There was no water for the Romans as they had been corralled on all sides and did not have access to any water sources. And that's where they sat. They 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 sat there pinned in and that was the barbarians game plan was to weaken the Roman forces through lack of food and especially lack of water. And so these Christians pray to God and miraculously a storm arose and it is said the Roman forces were showered with water and the German barbarians were showered with hail. But it just sticks out to me, one, how powerful we know prayer is, but two, how powerful prayer is through the collective of people, of a large group of people. And uh, my fourth and final takeaway is where Marcus Aurelius says, and immediately we recognize the presence of God 
following on the prayer. So their prayer was so successful that the emperor of Rome himself feared they would use it against the Romans at some point. And it is said that this is why he actually wrote this letter to the Roman Senate telling them that Christians should not be persecuted for their faith. Unfortunately, the history that followed did not converge with these demands and Christian persecution only increased. A couple quick notes also on this letter uh, and the event at hand. Another account of this rain miracle was recorded by a Greek historian named Cassius Dio. And Cassius Dio states that actually the rain miracle was a result of a magician who Marcus Aurelius was accompanied by. However, a later historian refutes that by the name of Xiphilinus, and he state uh he actually goes to describe what Cassius Dio states, and I'm gonna read that to you quickly. He says for when the Romans were in peril in the course of the battle, the divine power saved them in the most unexpected manner. The, the Cadi was surrounded, had surrounded them at a spot favorable for their purpose, and the Romans were fighting valiantly with their shields locked together. Then the barbarians ceased fighting, expecting to capture them easily as the result of the heat and, the, and their thirst. So they posted guards all about and hemmed them in to prevent their getting water anywhere, for the barbarians were far superior in numbers. The Romans, accordingly, were in a terrible plight from fatigue, wounds, the heat of the sun, and the thirst, and so could neither fight nor retreat, but were standing in the line and at their several posts, scorched by the heat, when suddenly many clouds gathered and a mighty rain, not without divine interposition, burst upon them. Indeed, there is a story to the effect that Harnufus, an Egyptian magician who was a companion of Marcus, had invoked by means of enchantments various deities, and in particular Mercury, the god of air, and by this means attracted the rain. So this is an account taken by a Greek historian named Cassius Dio. However, uh, this was refuted by Xiphilinus, as he states, this that that was what Dio says about the matter, but he apparently in error, whether intentionally or otherwise. And yet I am inclined to believe his error was chiefly intentional. 
It surely must be so, for he was not ignorant of the division of soldiers that bore the special name of the Thundering Legion. Indeed, he mentions it in, in the list, along with others, a title that was given it for no other reason than because of the incident that occurred in this very war. It was precisely this incident that saved the Romans on this occasion and brought destruction upon the barbarians, and not Harnufus the magician, for Marcus is not reported to have taken pleasure in the company of magicians or in witchcraft. Now the incident I have referenced to is this. Marcus had a division of soldiers, the Romans call a division a legion, from Melitene, and these people all worshipped Christ. Now it is stated that in this battle, when Marcus found himself at a loss what to do in this circumstance, and feared for his whole army, the prefect, the prefect approached him and told him that those who are called Christians can accomplish any thing whatever by their prayers, and that in the army their chance to a whole division of this sect Marcus, on hearing this, appealed to them to pray to their God, and when they had prayed, their God immediately gave ear and smote the enemy with a thunderbolt and confronted the Romans with a shower of rain. Marcus was greatly astonished at this and not only honored the Christians by an official decree, but also named the legion the Thundering Legion. It is also reported that there is a letter of Marcus extant on this subject, but the Greeks, though they know that the division was called the Thundering Legion, and themselves bear witness to the fact, nevertheless make no statement, whatever, about the reason for its name. So, that was an account from a second historian disputing the supposed rumors about the origins of the rain coming from an Egyptian magician. So, one thing is for certain, there was a rain miracle that occurred during this battle, and it ended up saving the Roman forces. Most signs point to that being the result of the emperor of Rome at the time, Marcus Aurelius, after failing to receive divine intervention from his gods that he believed in, asked the Christians in his army to pray to their God, the only God. And after doing so, they were saved. I just, I love, if you're like me, I love when history provides context and provides instances where God casts his favor to his believers and 
I love seeing examples of extreme faith. Faith held by those early Christians. Faith in their God that he would provide. It's something that I constantly strive for and increase faith to prepare myself for those those battles. Our battles might not be like the battle of these Christians during these early times. However, I know that each of us will have our own battle, if not multiple battles. And an unwavering faith is the only thing that will get us through. That's all I have for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd love for you to share it with a friend. It's something that I'm committing to to just further my knowledge on the faith and the history of our church. And if you're interested, I hope you just continue to follow along. If you learn something, pass it on to a friend. Hope you guys have a good one, and I'll see you soon.